Hello friends, thank you for joining me on The Daily Dose. Today's lesson is entitled, Facing the Past, Sunday, August 8th. Father God, we are thankful that we have another opportunity to study your word. Fill us up with your Holy Spirit. Give us the spirit of understanding. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Eventually, things moved in the right direction for Joseph, big time. He not only got out of prison, but he also was made prime minister of Egypt. Joseph was now married and had two children of his own, Genesis 41, 50-52. The storehouses of Egypt were full, and the predicted famine had begun. And then, one day, Joseph's brothers turned up in Egypt. The first encounter between Joseph and his brothers since they sold him into slavery in Genesis 42, 7-20. Why the elaborate plot? What was Joseph trying to do with this first meeting? Joseph saw his brothers and recognized them, but he acted as a stranger to them and spoke roughly to them. Then he said to them, Where do you come from? And they said, From the land of Canaan to buy food. So Joseph recognized his brothers, but they did not recognize him. Then Joseph remembered the dreams, and he had dreamed about them and said to them, You are spies. You have come to see the nakedness of the land. And they said to him, No, my lord, but your servants have come to buy food. We are all one man's son. We are honest men. Your servants are not spies. But he said to them, No, but you have come to see the nakedness of the land. They said to him, No, my lord, but your servants have come to buy food. We are all one man's son. We are honest men. Your servants are not spies. But he said to them, No, but you have come to see the nakedness of the land. And they said, Your servants are twelve brothers, the sons of one man in the land of Canaan. And in fact, The youngest is with our father today, and one is no more. But Joseph said to them, It is as I spoke to you, saying, You are spies. In this manner you shall be tested by the life of Pharaoh. You shall not leave this place unless your youngest brother come here. Send one of you, and let him bring your brother, and you shall be kept in prison that your words may be tested to see whether there is any truth in you, or else, by the life of Pharaoh, surely you are spies. So he put them all together in prison three days. Then Joseph said to them the third day, Do this and live, for I fear God. If you are honest men, let one of your brothers be confined to your prison house, but you Go and carry grain for the famine of your houses, and bring your youngest brother to me, so your words will be verified, and you shall not die. And they did so. Joseph had the power, and could have taken his revenge on his brothers without having to justify himself. But, rather than revenge, Joseph was concerned about the members of his family at home. He was worried about his father, 
Was he still alive? And had a dysfunctional family become a family without a patriarch? And what about his brother Benjamin? As his father's delight and joy, Benjamin was now in the same position that Joseph had been. Had the brothers transferred their dangerous jealousy to Benjamin? Joseph was now in a position to look out for these vulnerable people in his family, and he did just that. Practicing biblical principles in our relationships will not mean that we ever can or should accept abuse. Each one of us is precious in God's sight. Jesus paid the ultimate price on the cross for each one of us. Why does Jesus take abuse or neglect of others so personally? Read Matthew 25, 41 to 46. Let's go there. In the New King James Version. Then he will also say to those on the left hand, Depart from me, you cursed, into the everlasting fire prepared for you, the devil and his angels. For I was hungry, and you gave me no food. I was thirsty, and you gave me no drink. I was a stranger, and you did not take me in. Naked, and you did not clothe me. Sick, in prison, and you did not visit me. Then they also will answer him, saying, Lord, when did we see you hungry, or thirsty, or a stranger, or naked, or sick, or in prison, and did not minister to you? Then he will answer them, saying, Assuredly, I say to you, Inasmuch as you did not do it to one of the least of these, you did not do it to me. And these will go away into everlasting punishment, but the righteous into everlasting life. We have all been bought through Jesus' blood, and legally we are all his, anyone who is abusive in attacking Jesus' property. Sexual abuse or emotional or physical violence are never to be a part of family dynamics. This is not just private family business to be resolved internally. This will require outside help and intervention. If you or someone in your family is being abused, please get help from a trusted professional. What are some biblical principles that you need to apply to whatever difficult family relationships you are now experiencing? The inability to forgive those who have wronged us limits God's ability to heal us. Had Joseph not forgiven his brothers, a spirit of bitterness would have carried over in his relationships with others and kept him from fulfilling God's purpose for his life. So, in answering the question, we will look at Matthew 18:22. Jesus said unto him, I say not unto thee until seven times, but until seventy times seven. We must have a heart of forgiveness to those who hurt us. These are the biblical principles that we can apply. God, we thank you for this lesson in forgiveness. Help us, Father, to soften our hearts to others who have hurt us so we can move on and we can grow in your grace. Thank you until the next time. In Jesus' name, amen. Continue our study tomorrow, looking at the topic, Setting the Stage.